Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Jane Urquhart. Clive was just leading us through Michelle, even how she just launched us into just worship this morning and then the worship and then Clive is what the word is about this morning. And... Um, and it's about meeting with him, basically. I was asked to, we're obviously going through prayer and praying and speaking on prayer these few weeks. Um, and, um, and I was asked to speak on, on personal prayer and building your own personal history with Jesus. And um, this morning we were, we were doing that. We were, we were praying. This was prayer. This was being with God. Amen? It was... Adoring him, worshipping him, hearing truth, singing truth, declaring who he is over our lives. And um, you can do this at, your, at home on your own, or well, it's obviously important to do it corporately together. Um, and so this morning really is about abiding in him. Jesus said, didn't he? Abide in me, remain in me, dwell in me. Stay in me and in my words. And um, so we're going to look at abiding in him, how you do that, and we, we will do that. We've been doing that. <laughs> aligning with him, aligning with his word, aligning with who he is, his love for us, how he sees us, what his words, what the scriptures say about us. Asking him, asking him to do in us what needs to be done. Asking for his kingdom to come, his will done in our lives, and applying that. So that's this. This is what I, the book I wrote is uh, my history, my walk with Jesus, my spending time with Him. The scriptures in here are scriptures that changed my life from when I got saved. These are what I stand on. This is what. It, what is this all about? It's about knowing God, isn't it? It's about knowing God, knowing our Father who he is, who he is to us, what he's done, and applying that in our lives and see, knowing that God is faithful. God is faithful. I can stand here and say God is faithful. <laughs> it's the only reason I'm here is because God is faithful. From the moment I got saved and believed, God has been faithful. Amen? Is that your testimony too? Amen? I'll see those hands at the back there <laughs> and in the middle. We're here because we know that God is faithful. And that's a history of him proving himself yeah. and proving himself through his word. Yeah. Amen. And so, um, you know, Jesus had a prayer life. Yeah. He would take himself off every, every, off every morning. He was God. He was the son of God. But he would take himself off every morning and he would spend time with the father because he wanted to and because he needed to. Yeah. And out of that relationship with the father, disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. That he's not like the Pharisees who would just like recite scripture or just stand there or whatever. He had a living relationship with his father in heaven and results came from that that changed lives. Yeah. And the disciples saw it and said, we need what you have. Teach us how to pray. That's it. So what is the Lord's Prayer? Do we know it? I didn't put it up on the screen this morning, but it's our father. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. 
Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I heard something really funny on Instagram the other day. This mum was asking this little girl, you said you know God's name. How do you know what it is? And she said, oh, I've heard it. I've heard it. It's in, it's in the Bible. And she said, oh, what is it? She said, um, well, it's uh, our Father who art in heaven, how would be your name? <laughs> and she was like, and she repeated it again. It's how would be your name? His name's Howard. It's like, once you've heard, heard that, you can't forget it, can you? Um, but before that, in Matthew 6, um, if you could have the, if we can have the scripture up. And I think it's up in the Amplified. Before Jesus said this, this prayer, and he wasn't just saying it for us to recite it, that prayer is a living reality yeah. of coming before the Father every day that changes our lives. And he said before it, when you pray, you should go into your private inner room, close the door and pray to your Father who cannot be seen or who is in the secret place or secretly in private, your father can see what is done in secret and he will reward you. So it's right to take time out with our father, to go into a room, a place with him and spend time with him. We've been spending time with him this morning because he is worthy. Everything he has done for us, sending his son to die on the cross for us, he is worthy. We go in a room, we shut the door, and in private, and he says, we're rewarded when we do that. This morning, just the the richness of being with him is a reward, yeah? (laughs) It's a reward. There's nothing better than being in the presence of God and knowing his presence and feeling him and knowing and just believing what the word says about our father. And we need to know. Let's just, re- I'm going to read a couple of bits from, um, from the book because knowing a father is one of the most important things mankind needs, yeah? yeah. Jesus tells us to remain in his love because he said, as the father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. The Father's love, knowing his love, his affirmation, his approval of us brings us worth and value that changes us at the core of our being. This love transforms and empowers us to live as children of God. This love is so needed in our broken and confused world where for many, knowing their true identity is a struggle. A Father's love is the greatest source of need in every human heart. The security and stability that Father God's acceptance and approval brings far outweighs how our human fathers were, good or bad, amazing or absent. All hearts need the everlasting Father's embrace. And Jesus had that. And he said, go and spend time with him. Spend time with this Father who loves you so deeply. And just worship him because he is holy. And he is set apart. And he is for you. So it's like this personal trust, this personal getting to know, this depth of the Father's heart towards us. And we worship him 
We worship him like we've been doing. You can do that at home. You can put on some music or just worship him yourself. Just tell him you love him. It's from the heart. It's, it's being honest. Even if we're struggling, even if we're, we know we're weak in ourselves, even if all hell is breaking out against us or around us, when we know our Father loves us, we come and I say, thank you, Lord. You love me. You have chosen me. I am yours. And this love settles our hearts. It settles our hearts. We could stay here all morning, but we need to, we need to sort of move on. Um, so we worship him. We acknowledge who he is. This is worship. This is honoring God in acknowledging who he is and what he's done and what he says. Believing him that he is a good father. Amen. Amen. That um, he has good things for us. That he has a change of life for us from where we were. Yes, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> when we spend time with him, honouring him, and saying, Father, I'm here, I'm yours. This is acknowledging his will in our lives, that he has a will and a plan and a purpose for us. We can so easily go about our day and our routine without asking him, God, what is your will today? What do you want me to do? Who have you got me to speak to? Because that's what Jesus had to do every day. Father, what's your will? And he would hear, go and heal this person today. Go to this town today. Call this disciple today. Raise that person today. It came from the Father. And where we need to know the will of God for our lives, fear can stop us asking. And we had that this week in one of the encounter nights. Somebody brought that word. Fear stops us asking, God, what is your will for my life? Full stop. Or just today, because we're scared of what, he, what he's going to say. But when we know he's a loving father, that's why it's so important to spend that time with him, abiding in his love. Then we trust him that what he's going to ask, he's going to give us the power to do. Amen? It's by the, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So it's a yielding and a surrendering of our hearts and our lives to God. What do you want me to do? What have you got for me to do? How am I to be today? I'm really angry. Jesus, help me change. And he does. This is real. The Lord's Prayer is, is, is living and active, right? We don't just recite it. It's, Lord, come and do it. Come and do it in me. That's why he speaks about forgiveness. In, um, Matthew, in Matthew's version of the Lord's Prayer, when it says, do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Um, before that, it says, forgive us our sins, as we have also forgiven others. But after that, it says, if you forgive others their trespasses, their sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, neither will your Father forgive yours. Forgiveness daily, hour by hour, is so important. We if we, we're living with, uh, in tough situations, we can be living with an enemy in our own home. We have to be able to forgive. We have to forgive. And it says forgive first, and then God forgives you. If you don't forgive, your father cannot forgive you. So how could we have this relationship with God if there's unforgiveness and bitterness in our hearts and lives? So we have to let it go. So come to him daily or moment, whatever you need to do, and forgive and release. And then God can pour in his forgiveness and release to you. Knowing you're forgiven 
is massive part of our peace yeah. with God. Yeah. Knowing we're forgiven, forgiving others, forgiving yourself. Yeah. Over the years, I've prayed with so many people who are not at peace. And the bottom line is, they haven't forgiven themselves. Yeah. This morning, we're going to have communion. You can know you're forgiven. You can forgive others. And you can forgive yourself and let some things go. And if you're struggling with that, the freedom course is amazing. <laughs> Just put that out there. So the things that Jesus said to do daily, it's um, uh, give us this day our daily bread. Do you trust God with your finances? Do you trust God really to provide for you? God's wills and ways work. If he asks us to tithe, which he does, the word's very clear, when we tithe, when we give to him and then give offerings on top of that, do we trust God, his ways, and if we do that, he gives back to us? Well, my testimony is yes. (laughs) God is faithful. He's faithful. His ways work. His ways work. If we hold on and try and keep control, it doesn't work. When we let go to God's ways, his ways work. They're supernatural. We cannot explain them. But it's a trust. Daily, we surrender to the Father. Daily, we say, God, I trust you with my finances. I trust you to provide. I trust you with my workplace. I trust you in my relationships. God, I trust you. And this is all building a history and a walk of, of surrender, yielding to his will and his ways. And then we live in a place of peace. Amen? Amen. (laughs) It does work. He does work. It's amazing. Because he's outside. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. And it is a walk of trust. And I know so many of you are here. You've been here a long time, been in the kingdom a long time, and you know God is faithful. Amen? Amen. You know he is. He delivers us. Do we believe that he delivers us from evil daily? He does. He delivers us from temptation daily. He delivers us from the devil daily. And and we need to know this um, for not just for our own lives, but for our kids' lives, our parents' lives, people that we love. Do we trust God? Do we trust God? And one of my favorite verses that I've used for many, many years with my kids and you've probably heard me say this before, um, in Psalm 91, his promises, his faithful promises are our armour and protection. Amen? So when he speaks, I am faithful to the generation generation of those that love me. If you love God, God is faithful to your children and your children's children. Amen? He is faithful. So his promise is their armor and protection. And who knows, we cannot control our kids. Who knows when they walk out the door, we are not protecting them. But his promises, he is faithful. He is a generational God, so he will make sure your kids are looked after. Amen. Amen. Put your hand up if you're claiming that one today. (laughs) But he is faithful. He does it. And we can trust his trust. It's very practical, trust. Yielding and surrendering our control or our lack of it because that can keep us in a scary, scary place. 
And God doesn't, not, doesn't want us living in a spirit of fear. Amen. He doesn't want us living in a spirit of fear. So we abide with him. We spend time with him in this relationship. We dwell. We meditate on, her, on how wonderful he is. On how wonderful he is. Everything that he has done for us. Every promise. And the word is full of them. Every promise. We spend time loving him. We don't want to do life without him. We can so easily, but we don't want to do life without him. He is our father. We are not orphans. We are his. We are his sons. And to stay in that place of sonship, to live in that place of sonship, is, uh, is so, so key, is so important. We worship him. Like I said, we acknowledge who he is. We adore him. We honor him. We thank him. We believe him. We believe what his word says about us and over us and into our lives and situations. He speaks truth and we trust and believe in this truth and he is faithful. And I read this yesterday as a quote from A.W. Tozer and it says, as God is exalted to the right place in our lives, a thousand problems are solved all at once. It's true. When we worship him, when we praise him, the stuff that's going on in here, it falls away because our focus and our gaze is on Jesus. Amen. It falls away. This is so wonderful for us to live like this. And Jesus said, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask whatever you will and it will be done for you. So he wants his words, the, the scriptures that we read, to abide, to be in us. Yeah. Okay, and then we trust him and then we know we can ask him yeah. because we know he's faithful. So we read the word of God. We read it. Man does not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. And Jesus said this. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. We build our life on the rock of the word, yeah? Everything else is shifting sand, and we are in those days where everything in our lives is shifting. But his word stands forever because he is the living word, yeah? And his word gives life. And Simon Peter said to Jesus, when Jesus said, will you leave me? When he was teaching things that, were, that just sounded crazy and hard, and he said, Simon Peter said, Lord, to whom would we go? Who would we go? You have the words of eternal life. You are faithful. So we need to read the Bible more than we read the news. This is so real today. We have to read the Bible more than we read other stuff. Because only the Bible is living and active. It is God speaking to us, his love and his word and his passion and his plans and what he's going to do and what's coming. And that's why Jesus said, don't fear because I've overcome the world. If you spend your time reading other stuff in the news, you're just going to get overwhelmed and scared. And what the heck is going on and what am I going to do? But God leads us. He speaks to us. Amen. So practical. But today it's so important, the days that we're in. The word of God is living and active. 
is God himself. So we yield. This is alignment. This is us aligning. So if you're in here and you're like, what does what um, abide mean? It means spending time with him like we've been this morning. What does align mean? It means aligning my head and my heart and everything that screams fear in me. I align with what God, God says and I say, I believe this. Yeah. I believe this and I believe you, Jesus, yeah. because you are faithful. Yeah. So we give him our sin and believe that he takes it and removes it. Amen? Amen. Bottom line, David got saved and you can get saved today. (laughs) He removes our sin. It's been forgiven. It's covered. It's gone. We give him our fears. We give him our doubts. We give him our future. We give him our past. We give him our relationships. We give him our work. We give him our time. We give him our money. We give him ourselves in, in our worship. We abide We rest, we dwell, we meditate in his finished work on the cross. And we come to a place of peace, knowing he has overcome the world. And in this place, our body, our soul and mind can come into harmony in a place of peace. Our bodies can come into healing when stress has left here. Amen. We can have healing in our minds, in our bodies. Yielding and surrendering today to Jesus is more important than ever. To the finished work of the cross. It never moves away from the cross. We don't get beyond the cross. It's not like we we mature and we go, it's not about that anymore. It's always about the cross. It's about what Jesus did. And we apply it every day. It's not about our own strength. It's what he accomplished on the cross. And he lives in us if we've asked him to come in and be Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit. I've been saved a long 40 years and I feel weaker now than I ever have. Because there are times when I can feel strong and I can feel I've got this or I know this. But I just, for me personally, I think for others as well, it's like, do you know what? I feel weaker now than ever. I believe, <laughs> but in myself, I'm so aware that I have nothing to give. I totally rely on him, leaning into him, leaning on the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, I, 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 I just lean into you. It's your power. You came and lived in me by the Holy Spirit, and I want to lean on you listen to you, rely on you. I can't do this. I can't do this. And I, and I don't want to do it in my own strength. Maybe that's just me. But I think in our weakness, that's when he's strong. Amen. It's when the Holy Spirit comes through when we're leaning into him. We've never walked this way before in the earth in this day. We need to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not by our might or power, but by his. Amen. Amen. And we can pray in tongues. We can pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he's the one who speaks life. He's the one who speaks and releases power when we're on our knees and on our faces. And that's when we, it can shift of how we maybe see ourselves or a situation. He speaks power and he speaks life and he speaks strength and his word releases faith into us. I just want to speak about faith for a couple of minutes. We're going to have communion. 
Um, I read um, a great verse the other day in Hebrews 11, 11. We're going to read it now from the Amplified Version. And um, so you know the story of Sarah and Abraham. They were 100 years old and couldn't have children or around that age and couldn't have children. And God had given them a promise that Sarah would conceive. And when they heard it, both, they both laughed. And then it says, uh, because of faith also, Sarah herself received physical power to conceive a child, even when she was long past the age for it, for childbearing, because she considered God, who had given her the promise to be reliable and trustworthy and true to his word. Amen? And when I read it, I really was like, so she laughed initially because they both didn't believe this could happen. It says, but then she herself received power to conceive. That's right. Okay? Even when she was long past the age for it. So God may have spoken something to you or be speaking something over your life. And in yourself, you know this is, this is impossible. It might, this isn't going to, you know, all that. And laugh, whatever. But then she considered, okay? And considered means to regard. So she's thinking about God, to gaze on steadily, to be attentive to, to ponder. So what it, what it goes on to say, she esteemed him and his faithfulness over her own doubts and over her own feelings and over the circumstances. So faith enables power to conceive what God is saying. Faith enables power to conceive what God is saying and birth the will of God in our lives. Because God can speak something and we can park it. Sometimes God will bring about something that we struggle to believe, but God wants to work with us. He wants there to be faith in our hearts and when we believe a promise of his, it releases faith in us. Faith, can, the power is released to conceive and receive a, promise, a word from God and then, it, and then it's birthed. Isn't that amazing? Amen. So um, we're going to uh, have communion. Communion, again, is another one of those things that we need to do on a regular basis. Because communion is acknowledging what Jesus has done. So having communion, taking communion with the bread and the wine, is like, uh, Jesus, we believe that you died on the cross that your body was given for us on the cross. You went through everything you went through. Your blood was shed to forgive my sin. And I can come to you today and thank you, I am forgiven. And I now live in the power of Christ who gave his life for me, amen, and who loves me. You gave yourself for me that I can come into fullness of life. You shed your blood that I am completely forgiven and washed clean. It's an acknowledging of who he is and what he's done. It's an acknowledging of forgiveness and the finished work, the finished work of the cross. Jesus said, it is finished. Amen. So we're going to have communion. And um, I... I, uh, the Lord just wants in this time, you're going to spend some time just being in his presence. And you can go and get communion when you, it's dotted around the room, when you want to go um, and get it. Um, it's this 
just spending time in his presence, acknowledging him, thanking him, all you can ask him today, Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose again and that you've overcome the world. I ask you to forgive me today. I ask you to come and be my Lord and my Saviour today. You can pray that and, have, and take communion yourself if you haven't done this already. And we're going to spend time in his presence. And, um, okay, so is this a time of yielding and surrendering? Because you may already be saved. You don't want to acknowledge what he's done for you. But it's also a time of yielding and surrendering and being in his presence. Everything that um, would seek to steal, kill, and destroy, bring fear. Um, if there's anything that, that I've said this morning that resonates with you, where, Lord, I, I need to trust you in that area of my life, or I need to surrender this area I need to surrender my kids to you or my marriage or my, my parents or my, my future. I need to surrender <clears throat> my finances. It's, it's like living in this uh, yielded place with the Lord, this place of trust that God is who he says he is and comes through for us. I just want to read a couple of verses from, actually they're from today's chapter in, um, well, if we've been doing the daily. <laughs> Day 15. These verses are, are wonderful in Proverbs. The one who always listens to me will live undisturbed in a heavenly peace, free from fear, confident and courageous. You will rest unafraid and sheltered from the storms of life. Isn't that amazing? So storms happen, but we're sheltered in him. Undisturbed. Oh, we're in a disturbed world, but we can live undisturbed, amen? Free from fear, confident and courageous. Thank you, Lord, by your spirit, we can be confident and courageous. Rest unafraid. And another proverb, Proverbs 8, verse 6, the meaning of my words will release within you revelation for you to reign in life. The meaning of my words is why it's so important to read his word. Will release within you revelation, understanding for you to reign in life. We are overcomers. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.